When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, team? Welcome back to Master Your Mindset Podcast, the spot to get your mind right. Can't just train the body, got to train the mind. So pumped for our guest today. We got David Nurse. Let's think about this. He is a husband, person of faith, entrepreneur, NBA skills trainer, speaker, peak performance coach, um, about to be a New York Times best-selling author, possibly. He is authored as well. as also a podcast host uh, and just a good friend. Um, he's got good swag. He's a good listener. He's kind. He's fun. Uh, I like his open zippy with the necklace look with the hat back. <laughs> this cool. guy just, just got that drip. He, he's from Iowa and he knows everything about corn. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome David Nurse to the show. Colin, man, keep going, man. Hey, my love language is words of affirmation, so keep going, man. You're not done yet. No. Nah. Hey, so, so I think we we're gonna jump right in, man. Just give us yeah, give us the backstory. I think it's good when we're learning about new people, and uh, I say person over performer. Yeah. And obviously, we're in a line of work where we are performing, we're giving, but like, there's a backstory to that. So, oh, yeah. I mean, let's just go back early on. Like, who shaped you? Who were you as a uh, kid? All right, let's run this from the start. This is from the cornfields of Iowa. Like I said, if you want to talk about the 100 best ways to cook and eat corn, we can definitely have a podcast about that. But I grew up in the middle of nowhere cornfields of Iowa, and all I wanted to do was play in the NBA. Now, my vertical leap was probably at maximum two inches and uh, wasn't really like that. I mean, not that tall. So my parents probably should have said, David, golf, tennis, more your, more your style. But I was so passionate about playing in the NBA. So I poured everything into it. Literally every waking hour was something. If it was shooting hoops in the freezing cold driveway, I was doing it. Grinded my way to play college basketball. And then I'm playing professionally overseas. And now when I say playing professionally overseas, sounds really cool, right? You're like, man, wow, professional, Europe. More like the Will Ferrell semi-pro than it was actually basketball. These dudes are more concerned about where the party is at after the game than they are actually pouring into themselves. And I'm over here doing these two-a-days, film study. Yo, Kyle, I'm thinking I'm still playing in the NBA at this moment. Still playing in the NBA, no doubt. And I'm in second division Spain in the Basque region of Spain where they don't even speak Spanish. That's to tell you how crazy it is. And you remember those times, like everybody listening, where you just vividly remember something that just strikes you and hurts you deep to the core. Walking out of the gym in a preseason game in Spain, coach turns to me, he's like, David, you're not good enough to play here. We're sending you home. Pack your bags. We'll have a ticket for you to leave tomorrow. What? Like, I'm in the second division joke of a league Spain, and it's like all my hopes, goals, and dreams are taken away from me, turned upside down, and my face is rubbed in the dirt. Think about that. Like, just everything you poured into your life is gone. So I'm back living in my parents' recliner chair. They're living in a small town outside of Kansas City now, and I'm feeling bad for myself, living for about five, six months, just kicked back in the recliner chair. And my mom would always say these inspirational, motivational quotes, and usually it's whatever, David, or sorry, what, not whatever, David, whatever, mom, in one ear, out the other ear. But this time she said one when she was doing dishes, I remember vividly, she said, David, when one door closes, 
four open in an entire beachfront patio overlooking the ocean. I was like, hold up. I thought it was one door, one door. But what she was saying is everything that you poured into your life to play in the NBA is not for you, but it's for to be able to teach and coach others, to be able to help people who have more God-given abilities, seven-foot height and athleticism to get to the NBA. So that's when I made my life pivot, realizing that everything wasn't for waste. And we'll go through these situations that we pour so much into something and it's taken away. And you're like, oh, I just wasted my whole life. No, you didn't. It just prepared you for something even better that God has in store for you. So I decided I'm coaching in the NBA, but I didn't have any connections into the NBA at that time, none. So I hand wrote a letter to every NBA GM, sent them out, didn't get anything back for a month. I got a call from the GM of the Los Angeles Clippers at the time, Gary Sachs. And it was a, you know, average call, normal, pretty quick. And it basically said, if you're ever out in LA, look me up, we'll grab coffee. So pretty much good luck with the rest of your life. But I booked a ticket to LA right after that call to be out there next week. I used all my money, stole some of my parents' money. So I would be out there too do a basketball camp I'm doing in air quotes to make sure my to make sure I didn't look desperate go out there I'm so prepared for that meeting man we have a great meeting great conversation every NBA connection has came from that from Gary Sachs I lived with him when I moved to LA he was in my wedding he's one of my closest friends because I took that chance of writing that letter now what would have happened if nothing no one got back to me I'd have been in the same place that's the thing a lot of us struggle with. Like, ah, it's uncomfortable to take that chance. It's uncomfortable to take that risk. What if not? What if I get told no? What if I fail? No, it's all a win-win. You're in the same place if it doesn't happen. So we can keep going on this story of how I got into the NBA. But basically, I didn't, I didn't just sit back and think, oh, I got this relationship now. Let's just wait for everybody to come to me because I am, I had nothing. So I custom made these basketballs from China, which don't advise it. The material's horrible, but there's this, this line down the middle so you could see the, the rotation. You know, as a hooper, Colin, you need that rotation. So this was my shooting form basketball. Had him sent out to the Oakland Seaport, jumped in my car, drove 29 hours from Kansas City to Oakland, put him in my car, spent the next five, six years of my life driving around, sleeping on friends' couches who didn't even know that I was their friend or sleeping in well-lit Walmart parking lots, doing basketball camps for anybody and their cousin that would take me in. And fast forward five years, I wake up in Melbourne, Australia, doing a camp out there, check my email. And there's an email that says Brooklyn Nets shooting coach. I'm like, I don't know anybody from the Nets. This is absolutely spam. I click that little check mark, going to delete it. Then I open it up. The next week, I'm the Brooklyn Nets shooting coach. So I made it at 28 years old. I was this young, up and coming, hot NBA coach. I made it. But we can continue that story as it doesn't end there. But that's my background, how I got into the NBA, and there's, there's much more to come. But I'll let, uh, let you open up with some questions, and we can keep, mm. keep building from there. So I look at when one door closes, four open. So that is perspective and faith. I also look at when you make the pivot, having the, the, the courage uh, to take action is the start that stops most people. So let's just dig into early on in your book, Pivot and Go, the subtitle something like uh, 29 days to, to, to dominate and ball out, something like that. Um, <laughs> so, 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 so give me, give me, give the listeners, okay, when you get your ass kicked, punched in the face, what is a mindset we need to use to not be a victim, but a victor? Is failure a devastation or an education? Mm. 
and get curious and learn. So what, what do we need to do about it? Because you obviously did that, have did that in that season of like hurt and pain and loss. So how do we pivot there? Man, so number one, you are the best at one-liners. I was talking with some friends with this. I'm like, I would love Colin to just write a book on his powerful one-liners. That so, is so true. So true. Everybody agrees with it. Like, yeah, yeah, I know, right? Get the dude to write a book. All right, so that is me calling you out, Colin. I need that colonisms or whatever you're going to call them. But yeah, I mean, our success is not driven from the actual success itself, but it's from the pain that we go through. It's from these sufferings that really actually drive and push us forward. That's how people relate to us more. No one's going to relate to some. If I came on here, but like, I'm this great guy who coaches and speaks and everything. Like, Dude's not real. Be real, be vulnerable. So it's really just looking at, okay, if I can look at every aspect of life, everything that I go through as this is going to teach me something for something to come. That's the real groundbreaking breakthrough of knowing that even if it sucks, even if it looks like failure, you learn something from it. Even if you go years and years and years of doing something, then it complete that door completely gets shut. What can you take from that to use for something else? Most people miss that boat. It seems obvious to say that, but literally, what can, if you think back on it, think back on your past in these, in these heartaches and these hardships, and we've all been through them, what can you take through that? I was actually listening to Rick Warren talk at church yesterday. He was talking about just the pain for purpose. And in, I'm not very good at quoting Bible scripture, but I remember it's two Corinthians, if you want to look it up, where it's just showing all the different ways, like, yes, this pain is going to happen. Like, it's inevitable that pain is going to happen. But we don't have to live in it and sulk in it. We can actually use it. Because anytime you fail, anytime you have pain, yeah, you're learning but oh, bonus point, you get to teach somebody else because somebody else is going to go through that same exact thing that you go through. So yeah, when people say failure is the greatest learning tool, it is the greatest learning tool. It is the greatest growth tool. It's not the most fun to go through, but it also helps us become experts in our field. Also, people will say, man, you know what? I, I just have to go through this situation to be able to learn. Like I have to learn from my own experiences. Yes. And no, learn from the wise, learn from the people that have done that. And you can skip the steps that actually would, would be downfalls for you. So everybody out there listening, listen to all Colin saying, listen to everybody that he brings on. We've all been through stuck situations, hurdles we have to overcome, learn and take that and apply it. Mm. So I'm, just, I, I'm taking notes, bro. I love this. This kind of inspires me to, to kind of relock in on, on my vision when I hear people talk about this stuff. So I think it's a really three-step process, listeners. So it's pain, then perspective, and then purpose. Mm -hmm. So with Pastor Warren, I'm going to add a, a second layer to this three-level process. Mm. You can't really feel feel pain or have a, a different perspective unless you feel. So, but here is this. Here is the secret sauce. This whole process, Mr. Corn Expert. <laughs> you can you can you can allow that pain to define you or refine you. Mm -hmm. So I, I look at once we've experienced this, this altering pain, and I really believe that, you know, nature gives us two drivers. You've got pain and also pleasure. Most of us just use one, use that pain to alter perspective, to give you a purpose, and then alter your vision, reset, locate what you want. And then what's the best next step, not 20 steps. Mm. What's the best next step right in front of you that, that is in your control. And then just having the belief, person of faith, whatever you want, that there's a larger call in your life, just focus on gratitude. Use that pain as like a blessing. 
And I think we get so caught up on, you know, my, my pastor, Chad Beach says, no ego, amigo. I think we get so stuck on the ego and the pride and we have this box of how we see ourselves right open. This is maybe the best blessing to learn from this and then to pivot and go and move forward for a calling larger than what you thought. Like, cause if you, if you were just a skills coach, you would only reach 12 to 15 guys on a roster. Yes. Yes. But now use that pain into the perspective of the purpose with your book, with your teachings, with your national tour, with your global tour, you know, I'm just <laughs> prophetically placing on you. Like we're, we're reaching millions now and it wouldn't yeah. have happened without that perspective, but that pain is, is the driver. You know, that pain could be such a motivator if you use it not to consume you, but to help like God, you have, help me use this to help serve, right? Totally, totally. And, and that's a great segue into completing this story of the Nets. But first, when we, when we talk about this, everybody listening out there is like, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. That sounds great. I'll use my pain. But it's, it's tough to actually do. And here's why is, you know, you're going to go through pain, but you're uncertain, the uncertainty of what's on the other end of it. Now, if I told you, like, you're going to go through this pain, Colin, and you're going to change the lives of millions, like you'll go through that. But if I tell you, you're going to go through this pain and there's at the end of it, it's, well, it's uncertain. Uncertainty is the biggest fear we face, not death, not the fear of public speaking. It is uncertainty. And it like it drives us away from taking risks and from actually pouring into who we're made to be. So, yeah, this is all great that we know we're going to go through pain, but there's also that uncertainty. And you have to you have to I mean, I guess like Chad would say, you lean into it. In this yeah. podcast leadership lean in lean well how in. about this why don't you give us the steps you did okay all right so brooklyn nets all right i'm there we go from 28th to second in three-point shooting percentage i'm getting all this media the news and it's man this hot up and coming young 28 coach and like i thought i was in man i thought i was in i got made it to the nba the gm's talking this three-year deal in new head coach comes on at the end of the year fired Door shut. Literally get the call of, hey, David, we're not bringing you back. You're out. This was late in the process. I couldn't go to any other NBA team. Everybody already had their coaches set. So once again, here it is. One door closes, but it was to open four in a beachfront patio overlooking the ocean. Like now I live right now and I'm talking to you overlooking the ocean. If I hadn't got cut, if I hadn't gotten released from the Brooklyn Nets, I would have never met my amazing wife who was way, 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 way cooler than me. I wouldn't be able to write books, go speak all over, have more of an impact and, and work with tons and tons of NBA players on their mindset and just mentoring them, people that I get to choose that, to work with. And, and then it, like a couple of years ago, so this is another big thing for people that it, it's very important and it's very difficult to see. I got an opportunity from the Phoenix Suns to, to run their whole player development, basically take over player development. Friend is a GM. He's like, man, you can come in here. You can bring on your optimization, sleep coaches, your health coaches, all this. It's, it's yours. This is a dream of mine. Like, I am a nut about this stuff. So, and I had a conversation. Like, I was going to take it. I was going down there for three months, consulting for them before we signed the deal. Got a three-year offer deal, like, great deal. And I have this conversation with John Gordon, very good friend of mine, mentor to me. And everybody else around me had been saying, David, that's, that's a great opportunity. That's so great. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. NBA coach, you're back. Yeah. John was like, is this really what you want? You want to spend the rest of your life in a basketball court, only have an impact on those people? Sure, it's a good opportunity. But is it your calling? Is it your great? So that's where I had to come up with, like, 
the the face to face with the enemy like we've all heard the enemy of great is not bad the enemy of great is good and we're all going to get so many good opportunities the more you advance the more you grow good opportunities are going to come but these are also just roadblocks to keep you away from your great you have to you have to in your heart in your core know the mission you are on and that's done by knowing your passion like what do you wake up super juiced up about you wake up the next five mornings and you the first thing that comes to your mind, like, what are you juiced up to get out of bed to do? If you have passion with purpose. Now, if you're just doing it for yourself, you're like, man, I got to get this Instagram following to a million. We see this bank account grow. Like you'll be miserable. Nobody in the history of ever has been content in their life, found joy in their life by looking at their bank account. It's not going to happen. So you're not going to be the first one. So if you have this passion, burning passion plus purpose, that equals mission and you are on a mission. So there's so many obstacles that can come in the way, but I would say right now, take the time to sit down, think about this over the next week, or when we go through the holidays, like when you have time when nobody's working, really, really self-assess, step back and assess where you're at, because it can get so easy in this world, this now, nowadays of, man, I just got to keep that head above water. I got 65,000 emails I got to get back to, and we're just playing like, like prevent defense. We're just trying to get back in the game. Like, now shift that instead of the just surviving, we're thriving. See, there's a colonism right there. I'm sure you've got a better version of it yourself. But yeah, I mean, so much right in there, just understanding that, you know, everything is an opportunity for something greater to come if you look at it that way. Because like you talked about, perspective is everything. It literally is everything. It might sound easy to say that, but it's not, it's mm -hmm. not easy to do. Hey, what's up, Master Mindset listeners? Colin here, your mindset coach. I'm so excited. You can order my new book, Quiet Mind and Quiet Mind for Kids, right now on Amazon. Get the tools and strategies and tactics that I haven't shared on this podcast. So you get a mental emotional toolkit to lower nerves and increase unshakable confidence to perform at your best. I got Quiet Mind, which is for teens and adults, and Quiet Mind for Kids, which is for the youngsters. And parents, our kids need tools today to be their best. So go to Amazon right now and get your copy. But, but I also think faith and hope and just trusting because we, we don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But I think really having unshakable confidence isn't I know I'm the best and I win. It's like I know I can figure it out. I am resourceful. The greatest resource is resourcefulness. So it's just trusting yourself, loving yourself, trusting God, trusting uh, that you can adapt and grow. And I think also I'm willing to do the work. And I'm willing to have patience. I think patience to me is the biggest roadblock that most people suffer. They want it overnight. They want it now. Mm. Um, so I, I think that could be something that we work on. So how about this? Let's riff off of your, your last point about um, really asking is what is it that I want? I mean, you, I can't believe you said no to that job, by the way. That's been your whole identity. That's been your whole mission, purpose. Yeah. But I think you found when that one door shut, you saw a different calling. Um, but I have, I think three more questions for the podcast, but let's do it in sequence. The, the first one would be, and I'll add my two cents. How do we uncover like what we're called to do, what we're made to do? So we can say no to good, to be patient for great. Mm, man, such a great question. And this is one of the biggest questions on everybody's mind too. But let me tell you this, if there was an easy answer for it, 
everybody would be living in it. It's not easy. You have to try things. You literally have to try. You have to fall on your face. I would say whatever you're going through, like whatever juices you up right now, and you know it's just like we said, for, for passion and purpose, go with that. It's going to lead you to where you're supposed to be. Like I thought I was MBA coaching. It's led me to this. Now I think it's speaking. I think it's writing books, but it's leading me to producing shows. Like it's leading, it'll lead you to another direction, knowing that, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to have the faith that God has a plan. And literally that's the best and the faith to live in because he does it like says it many times. I have the plans for you, the plans for you to prosper. So it's like we're playing a borrowed time. Everything's gravy on top. Just go, just do. But so many are stuck in this. Well, hold on. I got to have this perfect. Hold on. Wait till my website's up. All right. Ooh, mm, let me see. Ooh, ooh, that's not ready yet. Ooh, oh, ah, I got this book ready, but nah, you know, I can't write that book. Uh, nah. Like we hear all of this stoicism and this knowledge, and this is great. Like, oh yeah, Aristotle, Socrates. Come on, Ryan Holiday. Give me some more of that. Give me some more of that good stuff. You know what? There was a term before these guys, before all this, this in the pre-Socratic era called techne. It's my favorite term, man. Techne. It means the art of doing. And it got lost. People lived in the, what these guys came around and, and taught on episteme. Episteme is the art of knowledge, which is great to have knowledge. It's great to learn all this. It's great to take in all these podcasts. It's great to read all these books. Awesome. But go do. What are you doing? So you can go over your mission statement and refine it like 19,000 times like most people do or have 16 things holding up from their company like this is what we live in, these 16 things. No, go do and you will find out. So hey, sorry. can I stop you? How do you spell yeah. that word? How do you spell that word? T-E-C-H-N-E. Techne. T-E-C-H-N-E. Techne. That's pretty It's going to be one of my books. It's going to be one of my books. So I'm trademarking it. So if anybody touches let's, it, like, well, let's go. Well, I can say bias for action. The very word action, A-C-T, action changes things. Mm. So it's like fire aim ready. You Paul doesn't have to have the perfect plan. There, I mean, I just true. I love what you're saying. I really agree with that. Um, that's so good. So I'll, I'm going to give the listeners kind of a, a two-step process. It mm -hmm. starts with awareness and execution. So for the awareness piece of your purpose, your passion, your calling is asking the question is, what lights me up? What do I think about? What do I research? What do I speak about? What do I do when time doesn't pass? It's, it's called being a flow state. Like really reflect, like, when am I in those places? But also, what pisses me off? What frustrates me? Solve that problem, you know? So step one is really awareness. And then the execution, um, I'll do this. This is a whole other podcast, Team Money, but I'm going to give the execution because I'm so passionate about this because I love some like, Start with why. Well, thank you, genius. How do I do that? <laughs> yes. Hey, hey, can I jump in there? Because my yeah. book coming out, Breakthrough, it starts mm -hmm. with that. So Breakthrough, December 2nd, everybody jump in, get in stores. Like this is not a shameless plug. Yes, it is a shameless plug. I'll just submit it right there. Of course there. it's a shameless plug. Get the book. Always. Get the book, breakthrough if you want to break through. But that's what it yeah. starts with. So it's a four-based formula where it's confidence is the first step. And it's all about self-awareness. It's not about results. Uh -huh. It's not about identity. Yeah. It's about true self-awareness. And that is starting with who. So instead of starting yeah. with why, you start with your who. Because if you don't know yourself mm -hmm. at the core and what you mm -hmm. actually stand for outside of identity and results, I love that. nothing else well, matters. Well, and, th and that goes down to like core values. And I like to ask questions. It's not just who are you, but whose are you? Yeah. You know, if exactly. you're a person of faith, like why are you putting all your all your trust on the environment? You know, this is Romans 12 too. Don't conform to the patterns of this world. Be transformed by the new of your mind. But let me yeah. just give, the, let me give a quick, I call oh. it, I mean, 
okay, do the work to uncover what gives you energy. What do you think about? Like, who are you when you're, you're most likely yourself? What are you doing in those environments? Like, it, it's, it, it takes some time to think about that and just have the courage to, to say and to confess, this is what I want. So I'm going to give the listeners just a simple three-step process. I call it GPS. Have a, a, roadmap, a roadmap to unlock your best. G is, okay, you want to leave your nine to five? Well, what's, what's a goal? Like, how much money do you need to make? Like we have bills to pay. So like, let's just write a number down and then let's backward design. But also what's even more important to this, the next part of the G is your guiding principles, your identity, your values. Focus on those, the best version of you, these key behaviors. And then, and then the P is what, what problem are you solving? What problem are you addressing? Who are the people that you're serving? The, the yep. riches are in the niches. Scratch it, itch, find a niche, you'll be rich, bitch, let's go. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, and then the P is, this is simple. What what product are you providing? Yeah. To be valuable, it's all about value. So how much you need to make? What, what's guiding your behaviors, right? What problem are you solving? What, what people are you serving? What, what products are you providing to solve that problem? And then maybe a, a, actually a big P is what people have you surrounded yourself with? I think, David, you've done as good job of anybody that I've seen in the industry to get around the John Gordons, the Eds, like you just name it. I mean, Jim Quick, like you, you are so good at attracting quality people that see your potential and see your value. That's a whole nother podcast. How do we position ourselves to not be a nuisance, but to be a value to connect and to get in these circles? Like we have to do another show on that. Okay. I would love to, man. Yeah. And then the, and then, okay. and then the, then the, the, the S is systems. We don't rise to our goals, we follow our systems. So have like a daily process that you commit to do. And then the other S is service. How are you giving shit away for free, expecting nothing in return? So let's just, let's just go into uh, my second of thir- three questions. How do you create that network of mentors? Man, first of all, I cannot wait to have you on the podcast. This is what we're going to do. We're both fans of some 90s rap, you know, some B.I.G., Tupac. So we're going to just, go. we're gonna just gonna jam on like a, quote unquote i'm gonna have you do a freestyle of the quotes because what you do there with itching a scratching a niche with a niche and all that good stuff like we need that anyways let's go anyways i digress so here's like honestly the key to it is genuine relationships if you look at it for that somebody can give to you and you can get something out of somebody using them as transactional like no it's it's always relational over transactional the transactional comes but if you don't first pour into somebody else and pour into them, pour into them with really not expecting anything in return, nothing will come. But when you do that, everything comes. It's crazy. And it doesn't happen fast either. Like I just like that's it's one of my passions, though, to meet people and to build relationships, whether it's uh, Ed Milet or Jim Quick or whether it's like the local guy at the coffee shop. Like I'll just find out what's going on in his life. I think everybody has an incredibly interesting story. Some people just do it, sharing it on a different platform than others. And so, yeah, in figuring out like what your give can be. So if you're reaching out to somebody and in the book, I have a connection calculator. It's in the, uh, the, the cooperation, building your team around you. And there's a connection calculator that really goes through like, these are the steps that if you look at it, like you'll be able to reach out to the people that you want to get in touch with. So that's another little teaser. Like you got to go look at the book. You got to go get the book to find out about it. But first, I'll give you some, I'll just give you some uh, accelerators here. Hint, everybody checks their Instagram at some point. So if you send DMs, somebody's going to check it. 
They might not all check it, but somebody will check it. I've met a lot of people set up events of people that I didn't even know just through DMs. Kid you I not. would say DM would trump, trump an, an email and a, a text sure. would trump a DM. Yes, for sure. If you have their number of text, definitely would. There's also ways to find that, but that's it might not always be legal, but hey, Stop there's, always, what? No. <laughs> there's always ways. But really, and like, and then in the, in the message, like think about the people that you want in your life, but also look for the people that aren't necessarily like, here's Ed Milet. He's already at the top of the top. Who are the guys you can rise with? I did this in the NBA and made connections, relationships with these young guys up and coming in it. And now I've got like eight friends who are GMs of teams from those relationships. So people are going to continue to rise, figure out the people you want to rise with. And always like, always, always give service mindset when you're building relationships and never say, can I pick your brain? Like if anybody says that, Hey, like I'll get messages, DMS, like David, can you tell me how you got where you are? I would love to pick your brain for 30 minutes. I don't know you. And that's going to take three days to do. What do I owe to you? But if somebody puts on Instagram and they'll put a quote from pivot and go or the support breakthrough coming out, something like, Oh, this dude did his homework. Like he actually cares. He's studying up. I will get back to you because it shows me that you care about me. You're not using me for a transaction. So you got to put yourself in that type of frame of mind. And there's a lot more nitty gritty details to it, but just, just looking at it as a, as a relationship instead of a transaction and not a LinkedIn connection like that. Like don't say the word networking. I think it's a stupid, dirty term because it's just, that's what it is. You're using people. That's the biggest mindset shift you can make. That's good. Well, T-Money, you can, when you ask your question, I got one more talking about uh, a friend of our show, Mr. Yogi Roth, voice of uh-huh. football. Uh, David, your boy T-Money is going to be, you know, in 10, 15 years, 25 years, the biggest, baddest, most successful broadcaster on the planet. Come on, baby. We're going for, for the likes of ESPN, CBS Sports, Fox, and NBC, you name it, the Olympics. But you got to start somewhere. And, and having Yogi on the show, like, that's what Yogi does. So maybe T-Money, talk about that process with him. And then we got somebody who's crushing the game uh, speaking. You can ask David something, too. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, with that one, it was kind of as soon as we finished that podcast, um, I sent him a text and was like, or Colin connected us. I sent him a text and was like, hey, like, I loved everything about it. Kind of told him a couple of things I took away that really took away that really stuck with me um, and and said, I'm going to be in I'm going to be in SoCal like for the next four years for school would love to connect, build a relationship with you. And it's progressed and um, I'm going to start, start working with him, doing some content stuff for him. So like just building that connection. And I think I was listening to, um, both you guys, I I don't remember if it was Jordan's or Eric's, but Eric Wood and Jordan Montgomery podcasting together, it was on one of theirs, but they were talking about the same thing of connections and a big thing, like reaching out to people is like always show something you learned um, or, or something you took away when, when listening to them or Eric even said there was one person who reached out to him and was like, Hey, I hear you're trying to um, get better at this. Here's a book. Um, so like you said, David, like the, the service to others is huge. Um, but a, a question I have but, for but you is, money, you know, no, no, wait, you're cutting yourself short. You had to follow Yogi for like four months. 
I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to, had so to keep that, going that, up. So that perseverance <laughs> yeah. and the patience without being too pesty, like you stuck with it in a, a way that showed respect, but you didn't yeah. quit because you got ghosted. How many of us quit when you get ghosted? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or that you don't get the answer you want. Like I, I give you mad props for staying true to it. Okay. And going for it. Okay, yeah. you got that question. We got to wrap this. Yeah, up. it was it was right off that. I was gonna say like with with connections when reaching out to people, like what's your best advice? What do you like to to keep keep at it, like and not being too over the top in in like reaching out to people or whatever. Um, like if yep. they don't see you or whatever. Yep. Okay. Great question. Here's the point that I would say. So first of all, props to you, man. Most people do give up, and most people will give up. They want it fast. They want that microwave mindset best thing you can do when you reach out is you always put in there hey no worries no pressure sure. like literally take it all off their plate don't be mm-hmm. like hey where are you at next week what do you got next <laughs> week? no yeah. pressure man i know you have so much going on like I, I absolutely don't even feel obligated to get back if you put that in their field and they feel like oh like i don't have to do this they often end up doing it yeah. But yet most people will not put that in there. So always, always put that in. That's good. And you're Love doing, the, hey, T-Money, you're doing the right thing, man. Like pick the people that you mm-hmm. see yourself to be like. Confidence comes through comparison. Comparison is not a bad term. I did the same thing with yeah. the best shooting coach in the NBA, Chip England. I literally drove out to Las Vegas after emailing him, calling him, texting him. I got his number. Like he never got back to me. Drove yeah. out to Las Vegas for the opportunity to meet him at Summer League. He saw all the work that I've been putting in. He took me under his wing, gave me one of the best mm. one-day meetings of my life that changed my MBA trajectory. Love it. That's it. Appreciate That's it. it. Good stuff. All right, uh, last question for me. Let's talk about breakthrough, man. Like, I'm looking for a breakthrough. I'm also looking for coming back to, to L.A. every month and seeing your signs everywhere, yeah. you know? T-Money, you know, David, he made signs for his book and he's going old school guerrilla marketing and putting these signs everywhere about his new book. Let's go. Give us, give <laughs> us the inspiration. Give us the, the high level purpose, mm. learning, all that. Yep. Let me run you through the, the, the teaser that'll leave you wanting more here. So breakthroughs, think about it in your life. Could you use a breakthrough in some area? It could be large, small, whatever. If you think about it, like everybody needs a breakthrough but breakthroughs are this term that seems really cool but it's abstract you can't really grasp it like oh let me get that but that breakthrough but it's just a little happy accident that happens or a a strike of luck you don't know how to recreate it you're like man i hope that breakthrough happens again but there's actually a tried and true formula that i've put together over years and years of working with nba players nba coaches ceos all these people that have had continuous breakthroughs and the formula is this it's confidence plus cooperation, plus service, plus purpose. That equals a breakthrough mode. Now, I know when you're hearing those terms, you're like, dude, whatever, I've heard those, I know those. But it doesn't mean what you think it means. Each one of those words means something completely different than the world has taught us what these words mean. Because words are just words that we have grow up thinking they mean a certain thing. So also, with those terms... It, it brings you to the answer of a how question because a breakthrough is a, is a formula. It's how do you do it? Like how, give me some hows, actionable steps, actionable tools. So with your confidence, like we talked about, it's understanding your who, who are you? With your cooperation, it's understanding your where, the people around you, the people on your team, who you put together. So you have your who, yourself, you have your team, 
And then it's the what the purpose or the service is the what, what the heck are you doing? Because if you're only doing it for yourself, like you said about you will never reach to where you're, you're meant to be. And the purpose is the why. So that's what leads to your why, who, where, what, why, put those together, you get your how, and then you ask when, Colin, great question. When do these breakthroughs happen? Can't tell you that. They're going to happen. They're going to happen. They might happen next week. They might happen next year. They might happen in 10 years, but they will happen if you continue to live in this mode, live in this formula. But they won't happen if you just do it once or you don't do it at all. Like if you brush your teeth, that's great. Like you do it one day, but your teeth are going to rot three weeks later. So it's continuing to do this with relentless consistency, living in this formula. That's when breakthroughs happen. So much more in the book. Wish I could just read it all to you right now here with this fireside chat with Colin, but I'll let you go scoop it. Got to get it, man. And that's so good. I can't wait for this book. And I'm going to conclude, steal a, a play from, from Lewis Howes. And I just want to acknowledge you right now, David Nurse, for your energy, for your service, for your heart, for being genuine, for having a passion uh, to give back and this curiosity to understand greatness and then distill it down and to get vulnerable to unpacking your successes, your, your failures, and just giving to the world. Um, so love that, dude. And the first time I, I got you i heard about you was on john gordon's power of positive summit and someone's like dude have you seen this dude david nurse like he, you guys are very similar like he's talking about mindset and athlete all this stuff and it's so cool when you meet the person like dude this person's way cooler and nicer and you know it's the hype is real so thank you brother for everything so fun and so everybody go get the book maybe let us know where we, we can find you where we can cop a book mm, dude Thank you. And I feel the same way. Like when you meet your, when you meet your heroes and they're even cooler, like, mm. Hey, if I know if my good friends, I have so many good friends speaking the world of you, UCLA basketball, who I've known forever bringing you on like the real deal, which you are. So the book lives anywhere. Books are sold Barnes and Nobles. You can stroll in to your physical Barnes and Nobles, old school. Let's go Scoop it up there. Amazon. You can go to getbreakthroughbook.com. That's where you get some special gives. You'll get the action step plan, the blueprint. You'll get a free bonus chapter. Hey, if you order before December 2nd, whenever this comes out, you get entered to win two NBA tickets to the game of your choice. Like gives on gives on gives at getbreakthroughbook.com. And then it's just wherever else you can find it. Social media, David Nurse NBA, my podcast, which we're having you on. I think we're scheduled in December. Going to be can't wait fire and yeah you just come on now 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 that will be a real real fireside chat it'll be so much fire being spilled (laughs) left and right you don't even know it's it's time to it's time to get warmed up okay Mm -hmm. but uh there's a motivation mm, over there let's go Uh, (laughs) i have a coaching call in two minutes get it but uh hey listen everyone we care about you you are loved you are worthy and know this fact the body has limits but the mind is limitless hey team coach colin here if you're an athlete a coach a performer of any type you can't just train the body you gotta train the mind right now you can go to my mental toughness training course and learn five mental skills that every top performer needs click the link in the show notes let's go do it